Unlike the American Constitution, the Indian Constitution has established an integrated judiciary with the Supreme Court at the top and high courts below it. Under a high court, there is a hierarchy of subordinate courts, that is, district courts and other lower courts. The single system of courts adopted from the Government of India Act of 1935 enforces both central laws as well as the state laws. In USA, on the other hand, the federal laws are enforced by the federal judiciary and the state laws are enforced by the state judiciary. There is thus a double system of courts in USA, one for the center and the other for the states. To sum up, India, although a federal country like the USA, has a unified judiciary and one system of fundamental law and justice. The Supreme Court of India was inaugurated on January 28, 1950. It succeeded the Federal Court of India, established under the Government of India Act of 1935. However, the jurisdiction of the Supreme Court is greater than that of its predecessor. This is because the Supreme Court has replaced the Privy Council as the highest court of appeal. Article 124 to 147 in Part 5 of the Constitution deals with the organization independence jurisdiction powers procedures and so on on the of the supreme court the parliament is also authorized to regulate them composition and appointment at present the supreme court consists of 34 judges one chief justice and 33 other judges in 2019 the center notified an increase in the number of supreme court judges from 31 to 34 including the chief justice of india this followed the enactment of the supreme court number of judges amendment act of 2019 originally the strength of the supreme court was fixed at 8 one chief justice and seven other judges The parliament has increased this number of other judges progressively to 10 in 1956 to 13 in 1960 to 17 in 1977 to 25 in 1986 to 30 in 2008 and to 33 in 2019 appointment of judges the judges of the supreme court are appointed by the president The Chief Justice is appointed by the President after consultation with such judges of the Supreme Court and High Courts as he deems necessary. The other judges are appointed by President after consultation with the Chief Justice and such other judges of the Supreme Court and the High Courts as he deems necessary. The consultation with the Chief Justice is obligatory in the case of appointment of a judge other than Chief Justice. controversy over consultation the supreme court has given different interpretation of the word consultation in the above provision in the first judges case 1982 the court held that the consultation does not mean concurrence and it only implies exchange of views but in the second judges case of 1993 the court reversed its earlier ruling and changed the meaning of the word consultation to concurrence hence it ruled that the advice tendered by the chief justice of india is binding on the president in the matters of appointment of the judges of the supreme court but the chief justice would tender his advice on the matter 
after consulting two of his senior most colleagues similarly in the third judge's case of 1998 the court opined that the consultation process to be adopted by the chief justice of india requires consultation of plurality judges the sole opinion of the chief justice of india does not constitute the consultation process he should consult a collegium of four senior most judges of the supreme court and if two judges give an adverse opinion he should not send the recommendation to the government the court held that the recommendation made by the chief justice of india without complying with the norms and requirements of the consultation process are not binding on the government the 99th constitutional amendment act of 2014 and the national judicial appointments commissions act of 2014 have replaced the collegium system of appointing judges to the supreme court and high courts with a new body called the national judicial appointments commission njac however in 2015 the supreme court has declared both the 99th constitutional amendment as well as the njac act as unconstitutional and void consequently the earlier collegium system became operative again this verdict was delivered by the supreme court in the fourth judge's case of 2015 the court opined that the new system njac would affect the independence of the judiciary appointments of the chief justice from 1915 to 1973 the practice has been to appoint the senior most judge of the supreme court as the chief justice of india this established convention was violated in 1973 when an ray was appointed as the chief justice of india by superseding three senior judges again in 1977 mu beg was appointed as the chief justice of india by superseding the then senior most judge this discretion of the government was curtailed by the supreme court in the second judge's case 1993 in which the supreme court ruled that the senior most judge of the supreme court should alone be appointed to the office of the chief justice of india qualifications oath and salary qualifications of judge A person to be appointed as a judge of the Supreme Court should have the following qualifications. He should be a citizen of India. He should have been judge of a high court or high courts in succession for 5 years. He should have been an advocate of a high court or high courts in succession for 10 years. He should be distinguished jurist in the opinion of the president. from the above it is clear that the constitution has not prescribed a minimum age for appointment as a judge of the supreme court oath or affirmation a person appointed as a judge of the supreme court before entering upon his office has to make and subscribe an oath or affirmation before the president or some person appointed by him for this purpose in his oath a judge of the supreme court swears 
to bear true faith and allegiance to the constitution of india to uphold the sovereignty and integrity of india to duly and faithfully and to the best of his ability knowledge and judgment perform the duties of the office without fear or favor affection or ill will and and to uphold the constitution and the laws salary and allowances the salaries and allowances privileges leave and pension of the judges of the supreme court are determined from time to time by the parliament they cannot be varied to their disadvantage after their appointment except during a financial emergency in 2018 the salary of the chief justice was increased from 1 lakh to 2.80 lakhs per month and that of a judge from 90000 to 2.50 lakh per month they are also paid sumptuary allowance and provided with free accommodation and other facilities like medical car telephone etc the retired chief justice and judges are entitled to 50% of their last drawn salary as monthly pension tenure and removal tenure of judges the constitution has not fixed the tenure of a judge of the supreme court however it makes the following three provisions in this regard he holds the office until he attains the age of 65 years any question regarding his age is to be determined by any such authority in such manner as provided by parliament he can resign his office by writing to the president he can be removed from his office by the president on the recommendation of the parliament removal of judges a judge of the supreme court can be removed from his office by an order of the president the president can issue the removal order only after an address by parliament has been presented to him in the same session for such removal the address must be supported by a special majority of each house of the parliament that is a majority of the total membership of that house and a majority of not less than 2/3 of the members of that house present and voting the grounds of removal are two proved misbehavior or incapacity the judges enquiry act of 1968 regulates the procedure relating to the removal of a judge of the supreme court by the process of impeachment a removal motion signed by 100 members in the case of lok sabha or 50 members in case of rajya sabha is to be given to the speaker or chairman the speaker or chairman may admit the motion or refuse to admit it if it is admitted then the speaker or chairman is to constitute a three member committee to investigate into the charges the committee should consist of the chief justice or a judge of the supreme court a chief justice of the high court a distinguished jurist if the committee finds the judge to be guilty of misbehavior or suffering from an incapacity the house can take up the consideration of the motion after the motion is passed by each house of the parliament by special majority an address is presented to the president for removal of the judge finally the president passes an order for removing the judge It is interesting to know that no judge of the Supreme Court has been impeached so far 
the first case of impeachment is that of justice v ramaswami of the supreme court 91 to 93 though the enquiry committee found him guilty of misbehavior he could not be removed as the impeachment motion was defeated in the lok sabha the congress party abstained from voting acting chief justice the president can appoint a judge of the supreme court as an acting chief justice of india when the office of chief justice of india is vacant or the chief justice of india is temporarily absent or the chief justice of india is unable to perform the duties of his office ad hoc judge when there is a lack of quorum of the permanent judges to hold or continue any session of the supreme court the chief justice of india can appoint a judge of the high court as an ad hoc judge of the supreme court for a temporary period he can do so only after the consultation with the chief justice of the high court concerned and with the previous consent of the president the judge so appointed should be qualified for appointment as a judge of the supreme court It is the duty of the judge so appointed to attend the sittings of the Supreme Court in priority to other duties of his office while so attending he enjoys all the jurisdictions powers and privileges the discharges and the duties of a judge of the Supreme Court retired judge at any time the chief justice of india can request a retired judge of the supreme court or a retired judge of a high court who is duly qualified for appointment as a judge of the supreme court to act as a judge of the supreme court for a temporary period he can do so only with the previous consent of the president and also of the person to be so appointed such a judge is entitled to such allowances as the president may determine he will also enjoy all the jurisdiction powers and privileges of a judge of supreme court but he will not otherwise be deemed to be a judge of the supreme court seat of supreme court the constitution declares delhi as the seat of the supreme court but it also authorizes the chief justice of india to appoint other places or place as seat of the supreme court he can take decision in this regard only with the approval of the president this provision is only op- optional and not compulsory this means that no court can give any direction either to the president or to the chief justice to appoint any place as a seat of the supreme court procedure of the court the supreme court can with the approval of the president make rules for regulating generally the practice and procedure of the court the constitutional cases or references made by the president under article 143 are decided by a bench consisting of at least 5 judges all other cases are decided by single judges and division benches the judgments are delivered by the open court all judgments are by majority vote but if differing the judges can give dissenting judgments or opinions